legacy means a lot of things to a lot of people. To some, it's lasting integrity. It's building and maintaining a history of greatness. It's making an impact on people and community. For others, it's dependable security and assurance in an uncertain time. To us, it's all of that and more. It's a mindset, a brother and sisterhood of hardworking people dedicated to doing the right thing for you and those you care about. Of growing today for a better tomorrow. That's what legacy means at Southwestern Legacy Insurance Group. What does it mean to you? Let's talk legacy. Welcome to Let's Talk Legacy. I'm your host, Gary Michaels. And today's show is going to be a little different than we've done in our other shows over the last several months. We're actually going to have a conversation with a top producing insurance agent. They're about success and helping other people. And whether you're listening to our show as someone that considered potentially getting into the insurance industry, want to know what it's all about, or just wants to better your life, I think you're really going to enjoy our guest, Chase Bridwell. Chase is uh, an insurance producer and business development manager at the Southwestern Insurance Group, which is one of the companies in our family of companies. We're Southwestern Legacy Insurance, and we do some different stuff, and that will actually come out in our interview today. But Chase, welcome to the show. We're really glad to have you. Thank you for the introduction, Gary. It's uh, been a privilege and a pleasure to get this connected and very glad to be here. Absolutely. So you grew up traveling all over because of your father's military career. That is correct. Yes. Okay. And you spent time in Japan, California, and all over the southeastern part of the United States. How did growing up in a bunch of different diverse places establish your worldview and make you who you are today? Huge from a foundational standpoint. What's funny about this world is we have so many more commonalities than we do differences across different races and cultures and religions, there's a lot of things that we just all gravitate towards, you know, whether it's uh, love of family, sports, music, art, we all have these things that bind us to one another. And for me, seeing that in a place like Japan or on the West Coast, and then back here in Georgia, it really just gave me an understanding that everybody needs to be loved and accepted because we all come from such distinct backgrounds and it really crafts who we are. Right on. So for those of you listening, you know, Chase and I are part of a family of companies called the Southwestern Family of Companies. And it's the oldest family of companies literally in the in the world. 1868 is when our company started. 1868. And there's tons of different companies in here. But many of us in in our family company started selling books door to door back in the late actually the early 80s. I, I sold books for three summers and Chase, you also got started selling books. Tell, tell us a little bit about how books gave you the foundation. Yes, uh, I, I will start by saying it's one of those experiences that you are absolutely loving and thriving at while you're there. And after you're done, you're like, man, <laughs> I don't know if I could ever go back to that. Um, right. It's, uh, I say that in jest because going door to door for three to four months over the summer, it takes a lot of guts and gumption. And for 18 to sometimes 30-year-olds to do this, to really build a foundation business is like a, a boot camp, business boot camp for sales and entrepreneurs. And I saw that as similar to you, an opportunity to make sure that I wasn't graduating with a ton of debt, make sure that I was building the skills that I needed 
on a resume to even be attractive to employers. And the people that I met just in the interview process were electrifying. Somebody that I could see myself wanting to have the same personability, same way with people. And so that's what attracted me to the program originally. Stayed four summers, had some leadership opportunities there, but it was a uh, it was an incredible experience every step of the way. So it's interesting, you know, at Southwestern Legacy, we're in a sense, we're a startup, but most people, when they start a new business, it's your own startup. It's, it's I Inc. You've heard that before, right? It's, it's your own business. You're the CEO of the business. That's what it is. And for sometimes two, three, four years to do whatever it takes to get that business done. But if people are going to achieve major success in their life, it's almost like, You've got to pay the price a little bit. You've what you put into it, you get out of it. Talk to me a little bit about that of what you learned from selling books and what when you got into the insurance business where you maybe made some sacrifices where maybe the family didn't get all of you all the time. Absolutely. Because you're building a, a business that's going to be something that's going to last forever and be a legacy, right? Yes. And I will say you're preaching to the choir here. So it, the skill sets that you develop in a startup or in selling books, really anything that is demanding and takes the most out of you, takes being the best version of yourself. And so, you know, learning things like adaptability, right? How quickly can you pivot when faced with a new challenge, given some new information, some data about your business that maybe you don't want to see, but that you need to, to be able to reach the next level. So that is, that is huge in a startup because you don't know what you don't know. And you have to test every process that you can from sales, from management, and sometimes accounting standpoint. And so that adaptability, I can't speak highly enough of. More than that is the vision and having that truly powerful and emotional why that has that that lasting power because you have to persist. It is not always sunshine and rainbows and a startup. You have to make the tough call to the client where you maybe didn't deliver in the way that you wanted to. You might not be able to make that deadline or high expectations that you set for yourself. And so through the disappointments, those ups and downs, you have to be able to come back to your vision. Why am I here? Why am I doing this? Who is this going to impact? If you don't have that fuel, that's where burnout comes into play. I got to see it firsthand in my dad's business. We ran a home inspection business, pillar to post franchise one of the most successful there in in the country, but in the state of Georgia, the number one franchise. And I just saw the the, the blood, sweat, and tears, the, the 100 hour weeks to be able to see that come to fruition. So I will say that my experience selling books and then working in my dad's business really showed me what it would pay to be, like you said, Gary, successful in life and to pay that price. Very familiar with pillar to post and that industry, home inspection, such an up and down industry too, because they're really they're really at the speed of how real estate's going at the time. Yes. So, what would you say is the biggest thing you learned when you you were Family Heritage Life Insurance first, right? Yes. And then you got an opportunity to start the Southwestern Insurance Group. What drew you to the insurance industry? What What was it that made you go, "Hmm, I think this is interesting to me. I, I want to get involved in that space." Great question. I never saw myself in insurance. I was a finance major at the University of Georgia. They have a top-rated risk management program. Didn't care for it, really. I jumped into finance because I loved the numbers. I was good at math in school. Corporate finance was kind of cool. But insurance, and my first exposure to it, was at community events. The local high school 
or when I was in college and seeing the state farm agents and the independent brokers and the people that were setting up open enrollments for local businesses and how pleasant those individuals were, how successful other people saw them and really from a wealth standpoint, what they were able to create, but also the impact that they had. Those were the people that were fundraising or helping the fundraisers with your football sponsorships and the local Girl Scouts with their bake sales. It, it was just very interesting to see how ingrained they were in the community and were able to move mountains in some cases for people that were hit by hardships just by putting something out on their, their company website or Facebook page. Hey, we're supporting this business this week, this, this family this week. So I saw that a lot firsthand just in the, the local county that I was in, Walton County, Georgia. Outside of that, when you set out to create your own book of business and in a, an opportunity like ours, where you're kind of your own agency owner within a larger umbrella that gives you the resources and the systems to go out to, to create your own success. The residual income for me and our team that I'm hoping to build through this business are really there to fuel other passions, philanthropic, other business ventures that I'm excited about. So insurance has so much potential when you look at the market. 330 million people in this country and every single one of them and you know some degree is required to have insurance either by the state, the government, the mortgage company that they're working with. If everybody has to have it, why not deliver the most exceptional service in that space? And so I saw that as a field where we can really expand and expand quickly by offering just a superior service, superior product. Absolutely. I know that service to you is big and I love motivational quotes. And you say that one of your favorite quotes is from Will Smith, who said, if you're not making someone else's life better, then you're wasting your time. Your life will become better by making other lives better. So how, how do you embody this in the way you interact with your clients and, and with people that you work with? I try to treat everybody as a friend or a family member and just have a genuine conversation. You know, who are you first and foremost? Let me get to know you. Let me understand where you're coming from. What are your needs? I have dozens of products that I can sell you, but if I don't know you at the end of the day, how am I supposed to make a recommendation top? And so when we look at our business and Gary, yours as well, this is a relationship business. What are your goals and objectives in life? And then where can I match you with the right product to be able to get you where you want to go? And so if I'm not that confidant or trusted advisor or your friend, we can't have that vulnerable conversation. Even if we're not talking about sales and you know transferring of, of dollars from you to me and to this product, we have to have that, that shared and common ground, common understanding to be able to, to transfer those ideas back and forth effectively, or else you're just not going to trust what I say and it's in one ear and out the other. A lot of negative experiences in insurance, I think as a whole, are because somebody was placed with the wrong product. They're underinsured or the expectations that were sold and attached to that product don't meet the realities of the coverages that they have, the claims processes that they're going to be you know, required to go through. And so for our team, it really starts with trying to be that advisor to people. First seek to understand before being understood. Yes. And I think so many people want to get their point of view out 
And a lot of people that are poor in sales, which goes to why we actually started one of our other companies and our family company, Southwestern Consulting. I, I just so believe it believes in serving others. Zig Ziglar says it too, right? If you help enough other people get what they want, you'll get what you want. You can't do that selfishly though, right? Exactly. You, you know? have to put others before yourself. Sales is a service industry. Yep. There's a quote that I tell people all the time, and that is that we always get paid sometimes today, sometimes tomorrow, sometimes next week, next month, next year. If you have the right attitude, the right work ethic, the right skill set, the right integrity, and the right servants-minded attitude. You know what I mean? If you do those yes. five right. So I just love that focus that you, that you really want to get to know your people like friends and family. That's so, so critical. How do you do that? How do you get to a point with someone that you treat your clients like friends and family? Whew. That has been an intentional process, Gary, um, and not an easy one. Some of my favorite clients are also some of the ones that give me the hardest time. <laughs> you know, they, they expect a lot of me and uh, they expect a lot of the relationship. And I, you know, I'm a better person for it. But you, you really have to have that empathy and care to get to know someone. And that's why I think taking it back to just how I was brought up and, and the exposure that I had is I've realized that people are, are incredible. As meek as some people may may appear on the surface, when you open the doors to what somebody's life story is, man, it'll bring you to tears in a lot of cases. Um, not to reference anything, you know, someone by name, but I was speaking with a client this morning. She's had she has seven siblings and just in the last five years has lost all but one. And this is a woman that is still greeting me positively on the phone and going at her day the best she can and really appreciates the genuine connection. You know, aside from the conversation we needed to have about her renewal, it was just, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? And when you take that approach to genuinely and empathetically care about people, they realize you're there for more than just the sale. So the Southwestern Insurance Group, tell us a little bit about what your main products are and what your focus is. Right now, we're, we're heavily and, and sprinting 100 miles an hour on personal lines. And by personal lines, I'll even take life insurance out of that. I mean, you guys are an amazing opportunity in that space. And we feel if we're not an expert in a space, we don't want to explore it, right? So really home, auto insurance, umbrella policies for your excess liability, and all of your toys. You know, if you've got your boats, your RVs, your campers, we can take care of all of that very, very well. We have a suite of companies, eight preferred carriers, names like Allstate, Progressive, Travelers, Liberty Mutual that we partner with. So again, we're really confident as a brokerage of the products and the carriers that we have and their commitment to our our clients and the claims processes. So it's just, if I get to know you, I, I can really find the best product for you. Where are you going to be rated most effectively? Yeah, that's that's an interesting point that, that you're bringing up there, Chase. We're the same here at Southwestern Legacy. For those of you listening, we're two companies, again, under the same umbrella, the Southwestern family of companies. And we're on the other side of things. We focus on life insurance, but not just your your simple policies. It's everything from final expense all the way to mortgage protection, to term policies, to investments, to index universal lives. But these are all important things that people have coverage on. They're all important things that we have coverage on so that things happen in your life and things do. You're protected to serve your family, which goes back to being a servant again. Most people don't want to have an extra insurance payment. No, they don't. <laughs> I don't know anybody that wants to have an insurance payment, but 
but people want the peace of mind when they sleep well at night. And there are significant others in their family wants to know that person getting insurance was responsible and didn't leave me hanging in case something, you know, happened out there. No, I know that you are on a mission. Big mission. Yeah. I was looking forward to asking you this question and that, that you want to make insurance cool again. <laughs> You're doing that. Tell me about that. That's pretty cool. I mean, people out there driving down the road and listening to our podcast, insurance, cool again. What are, what are these crazy guys cooking up? It comes down to the team. You know, what you, what you described as five things that help make people successful are things that you need to visit every day. And so for us, it starts with the team that we have, who we recruit. But when we're looking at the personal development, we place that as an emphasis on the culture. Every morning, we're going through some sort of motivational or inspirational content. We're scripting out our goals, scripting out our vision. We're looking at the technical content of how to be a better insurance agent. We have a book of the month. Most people that do that, you know, it, it's something that they do for fictional and, and entertainment purposes. But we see that we can leverage so much education and material out there from people like the Zig Ziglar's, Grant Cardone's, all of these incredible incredible minds and speakers. We have to input that into a young and moldable team. I mean, the average insurance agent, principal agent, I'll say, is between 45 and 55, depending on the survey that's being taken. The average age of our team is 26. So youngest being 22, oldest being 30, and just recently so. So that's um, that for us is where we feel like we have at least an advantage uh, because we can we can simply just create the right habits early on in somebody's professional life and to help them understand that, yes, you can be very talented and have a ton of sales skills, but it's how are you growing? How are you developing? And are you challenging yourself to be better than you were yesterday? Awesome. Well, you know, our show's called Let's Talk Legacy. So of course, you knew I wasn't going to let you get off here without uh, telling us a little bit about what legacy means to you. It can mean so many different things. And for me, I, I took some time to actually think through this before jumping on the show because I want it to be genuine and and how it relates to me in my life. And what what came to me is that the path of success that you create for yourself and also share with others. Who are you bringing with you along the way? You know, I believe that legacy can be measured by how many lives positively impact. In the past, in the current, in the future, when you're passed on, you know, legacy is is about that that weight, um, the the things that you leave behind, not just the resources, but the knowledge, the wisdom, how you make people feel. And I think that we all have an obligation, at least this is my opinion, at the end of the day, to leave the world a much better place than we found it. And so when you have a legacy of caring for others, putting others first and trying to solve some pretty, you know, problems in the world. That's going to be hopefully echoed for decades, if not centuries. So how are you helping your clients think about upholding a legacy? Because mm -hmm. obviously, again, I think anybody that is selling insurance is thinking about legacy in a way because you're trying to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. You're trying to protect those that you love. But how do you talk about that with your clients about the importance of doing the right thing and, and a legacy? Absolutely. We try not to use a lot of insurance specific terminology when we talk to clients. And so things like exposures and, you know, risk mitigation, lawsuit protection, we try to bring that just into their home. 
hey, if you had to come out of pocket tens of thousands of dollars for a funeral or a home repair for something that an ill-fitted policy was unable to deliver on, what would that do to your family? Where would you get that money? Are we looking at a 401k? Are we looking at your savings? And so then we try to help people understand that these products are not meant to make you insurance for. They're really meant to be a stopgap to stop the bleeding if you do have something that's traumatic and severe. You know, most of us would consider ourselves good drivers. And if you ask my clients, 100% of them would say that they, they deserve lower rates based on their driving. But if you have an accident and somebody's injured, you hope that you have as much liability limits as you could have afforded. And the same thing with, you know, a loved one passing. We don't think about that. But Gary, you have these conversations every day. Even if you're not the breadwinner, you know, your loved one passes and they were the primary caretaker of your children. What about those childcare costs? What are you looking at doing in terms of changing your lifestyle now for the rest of your life and their life? And so we have some very tough and, and you know, pointed conversations to kind of get to the root of this is here to think about or to be in place for the things that you do not want to think about on a day-to-day basis. Sure. Personally, with your significant other and your life, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? Ah, I want to leave a legacy where people just feel valued, you know, where, where they look and, and they think of me as the person that they can turn to financially, emotionally, you know, just to, to have a shoulder to cry on really at the end of the day. I just, I love meeting people where they're at and, and, and helping them understand that life can be a tough road, but that we're all in it together. And if, if we have, and somebody mentioned this funny enough earlier today, if we have community, we have strength in numbers. And with that, we can overcome so much adversity that life can throw our way. And so I've, the legacy I want to leave is one of inclusion, you know, and one that focuses on a path uh, of success based on personal development and being better than you were yesterday. I love it. Where can they learn our listeners? And there will be many learn more about Southwestern Insurance Group. And uh, if they need to reach out to you with any questions, how would they do that? Well, we've made it simple. Anything SW Insurance Group, whether on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and also our website, you can find us there. Are you a national company or are you state-specific? We are state-specific up to six. So we have Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Florida, also Texas and Illinois, because we have those partnerships with other family member companies like Southwestern Real Estate. Awesome. So those of you listening, if you're not in any of those states, still reach out to them and share about their company um, with people that you know in those states. And if you happen to live in those states, definitely reach out to them. They're, they're a very fast growing company with great people. I just want to thank you, Chase, for all you do for your company, but also for our family companies, and most importantly, for all the people that you serve. It always turns out well for everybody when if people have more of a servants-minded attitude and, and think legacy. It's huge. So thank you for your time. Of course. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. 
If you've enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn more, visit us at southwesternlegacy.com. Shoot us an email via our easy contact form to find out how you can become an agent or how we can meet your needs for final expense coverage. You can find this and other episodes at letstalklegacypod.com on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Let's Talk Legacy is a presentation of the Southwestern Legacy Insurance Group, a member of Southwestern Family of Companies. Thank you.